Good morning, good morning. Man, it's it's so awesome when when the spirit moves. This is a continuation of the episode from yesterday. The fruits part two. It's so it's so important to get self-care and to really be alone and to really clear your mind. And I really feel that when you're alone and when your mind is clear and you're seeking God for instructions and you're seeking God for his word, he will pour into you when you empty yourself. And as my wife always says, self-care is important. <laughs> I'm excited. As she always say, I'm excited. And uh, if you guys aren't, haven't listened to her uh, her podcast channel is Heart to Heart with Chelsea Jones and that's C-H-E-L-S-I Dear Father God I pray that you have your way I pray that you allow every open heart to be filled I pray that you allow every open mind to be poured into I pray that you continue to renew our heart renew our mind, renew our soul I pray that you have your way and I pray that we grow in relationship with you. And in Jesus' name, I pray, man. So I, I was in Walmart earlier this week. I had just came from the gym. Actually, I'm in the gym now. I'm in a. I'm in the bathroom. Man, by any means, by any means necessary, when the spirit moves, he moves. So I was in Walmart earlier this week on the search for some bananas. So I went to the banana section. I seen that I seen the organic ones behind the original bananas. And I'm like, wow, they're kind of the same price. So I'm just going to just go with the organic option. So as I'm looking through the bananas, I'm looking for any brown spots. I'm looking any defects in the, in the, on, a, on a banana peel. It made me put it back. And I was searching for the bananas that were all perfect. And it led me to this verse. Well, the Spirit guided me to this verse a few minutes ago. And I'm coming with Matthew chapter 7. I'm starting with verse 15. And I'm going to end with verse 20. And it, re- and it reads, Beware of false prophets. This is Jesus talking. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Let's let's switch perspective here. And let's not focus on the banana, the physical, but let's switch to the spirit. 
God will come and judge us by our fruit. When we die and when judgment is here, God will judge us by the fruits we left behind in this world while we were here. And I feel like just as Walmart, just like the stores who distribute these fruits, if it is brown in physical appearance, now that switch back to the spirit. If fleshly desires overweigh all the goodness and all the decrees set by God, we will be thrown out. We will be thrown out. But I'm so thankful that being a perfectly green or yellow or goody two-shoes doesn't get us in the door for Jesus' love and forgiveness. And as I spoke before in the first episode, all our weaknesses, all our, all our stains, all of our faults, our flaws, they all qualifies, uh, qualify us in God's eyes. He's attracted to our weakness. It's like a shark to blood. He moves in when he sees weakness and, and that we admit that we're weak and that we need him. He steps in in impossible situations. But once we're free, we must remain free. Once we make that decision to follow Christ, we then, my brothers and sisters, we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to live a life like Christ lived. We have a responsibility to expand the kingdom like Christ did. We have the responsibility to love our neighbors like ourselves, just as Christ did. If you read the Bible and if you study Jesus' ministry, Jesus was never, ever about self-righteousness. In fact, he was all forgiven honor and glory to his Father in heaven, always, always. And as the scriptures tell us, the only way we can get to God is through Jesus. That is the only way, the only way we can get to God. And let's see, we're going to go to John 14, 6. John chapter 14, 6. And it says, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. I just wanted to find where where that scripture was in the word. So let's be about our Father's business. Let's be about our father's business. Sorry, guys, I don't mean to keep you too long. We're going to go to Romans chapter six, starting with verse one. Well, then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. 
we are no longer slaves to sin for when we died with christ we were set free from the power of sin and since we died with christ we know we will also live with him we are sure of this because christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again death no longer has any power over him when he died he died once to break the power of sin but now that he lives he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Verse 12. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give into sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Amen. Amen. I, I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of living in sin. I'm tired of living in darkness. I'm tired of repeating the same lessons over and over and over again. I'm not here. I'm not speaking on this channel. I'm not sharing God's word as if I have it all together, as if I don't sin or if I've never sinned. If if I ever said that, well, scratch that. You would never hear me say that. And I'll never give that off. I'm I'm always open on what I've been through. Because God will get the glory for it. I would say how God pulled me out or how he changed me or how he's working on me day by day. And I have to continue to seek God, the, the guidance of the spirit with everything I do and with everything I say. Because if I don't continue to seek the spirit's guidance, I will fall into the flesh every single time. I will say things that's not aligned with God's word. I will do things that's not aligned with God's word. And if I die while doing those things, I will go straight to hell. No ifs, fans or buts about it because I know I have a responsibility and I'm not doing it. So in my mind, I always figure God, God is always saying in my mind, well, whose side are you on? You say you're on my side, but you're doing everything. You're producing all the fruits of the enemy. And I didn't even write none of this down. You're producing all the fruits of the enemy. So therefore, if you're producing bad fruit, you come from a bad tree. So I don't want you. You're not from a good tree. You're not from me. So if that happens and I run out of time, I will spend eternity with Satan and not my creator and not my father and not the person who I say is my Lord, which is Jesus. Which is Jesus. I feel like God won't keep forgiving us for the same things over and over again. Time time just simply won't be on our sides forever. We're, we're going we're gonna to run out. And the way we learn to live our lives is by looking at how Jesus lived his life. The miracles he performed in God's name. And motivated and, 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 and issued by the Spirit. And with his life, he backed up his words by how he lived. And the way he lived and the things he spoke. The things he spoke 
were reflected in the way he lived. And the way he lived truly revealed that he was indeed the Messiah. 33 years. 33 years. That's how long Jesus was on this earth. He started his ministry at the age 30. In three years, he changed the world forever. You know what that tells me? There's no limit. There's no limit. What seems like a short time in man's eyes was a short time on man's scale. It's nothing compared to what God can do. There is no time. God exceeds time. There are no limits to him. Give it to him. And if you're listening to this, you're alive again. Be thankful for it. I pray that, Father God, I pray that we learn to give our lives to you and that we learn to fellowship with you, Father God, and we allow ourselves to be still and we empty ourselves out to allow your spirit to pour into us. Today is a new day, and we thank you for it. I pray that we see, we see you like never before. We love like never before. And I pray that the things we say and the things we do are a reflection of your spirit and of Jesus. And I pray, Father God, that we use all the things that we've been through that Satan tried to use to destroy us. And we turn around and we give it to you and we use it for your glory. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.